Welcome to Relatable with Ash, where we talk about all things mindset, wellness, relationships, and empowerment. Hello and welcome back to Relatable. This is episode 22 and I have the lovely Miss Indy Hickey on again. Now this episode we talk about terminations or as most people refer to them as abortions. So if this is something that's fresh for you that could be a bit upsetting and triggering, please feel free to stop the podcast at any time and come back at another time. But I think this episode is really important for people to have clarity on what exactly the process looks like, what it is from a human personal experience perspective and not just a technical, logical, uh, scientific process. Whether or not you are pro-choice or pro-life, this conversation is important because no matter what, you're going to have someone who goes through this in your life, whether you know it or not. And at the end of the day, you have to remember that they are a human being with human feelings and they need your love and support regardless. So if you can understand their perspective, whether you agree with them or not, um, that's what this episode is for. And that's what we need to do as human beings. So without further ado, we're going to jump straight in. So before, for the listeners, before we jumped on, um, we pulled a card together, if, virtually together. Mm-hmm. I usually pull Oracle cards in the morning anyway because it really gets me started for my day and I guess it yeah. gives me a focus for the day as well. And we, it's funny because we were talking about like religion and Christianity and then I pulled Anna, it's going to be backwards, but Anna, grandmother of Jesus, which is all about, um, you know, the idea that without Anna, Christ consciousness or like the good things in life and this, the the change that came during that period of time would not have existed without Anna. Um, And so it's also about, you know, laying the foundations. And so, and this was something I was going to say to India, but I wanted to start recording it was, you know, we're talking about terminations today and, you know, considering what's going on in America with Mm people being rejected or their rights have been revoked they've been allowed and then revoked um these kinds of conversations are laying the foundations for a better future whether or not we'll actually see that come to fruition in our lifetime is a completely different thing of course that we hope for that yeah we hope Um, for that god yeah oh yeah but that's that's what that card is about it's saying you know um what you want you know you're laying the foundations you're planting the seeds now you know even just being able to talk about it and we may not actually see the end result that we want which is for women to have freedom over their bodies right now but in our lifetimes our children's lifetimes or further into the future that could happen as well absolutely really cool card to pull yeah i love i love when it's like i know it's always so so fun for us though I know, dude. Anytime, like when I did that, I pulled cards for you over Instagram. It was literally so accurate. Literally, I pulled <laughs> cards. I, I, we did that. We remember how I told you about the women's circle that I was going to do. So we did this yes. beautiful women's circle, and we were pulling cards and stuff like that. And we had this incredible, like drumming music in the background, and it was just like so insane. Um, and the two cards that I pulled were just like literally it wasn't even like it was you know when you pull an oracle card and it's like sometimes it can be a bit like wish-washy or whatever it was literally like hey india how are you <laughs> like this is what's gonna happen <laughs> just so i was like uh, it's, <laughs> it's kind of shocking so- and scary when it's accurate too you're like oh god yeah, it like, i am actually am a witch like this is crazy <laughs> <laughs> kind of like move things on the table i'm like <laughs> yeah it was like yeah, I pull Oracle cards all the time, so I love it. Obsessed. That's so cool. Do you know what I've been getting into lately too? I've been really trying to dive into that. You know what? It was after our conversation about you doing, um, was it a full moon ceremony? Yeah, like yeah, this yeah. women's yeah. circle with your yeah. friends? Mm-hmm. I started firstly getting into like moonology. So Amazing. I'm, I'm super woo-woo. But yeah. um, I like, I'll do a, like a release on a full moon mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll start doing like gratitude and like things that I want for the new yep. moon yep. when that happens. Absolutely. Which is really cool. Yeah. It's, it's also moon really cool. In, full moon, let it go. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. 
inter- it keeps you almost accountable as well for or aware of like um, releasing stuff and welcoming yeah. stuff in and being grateful as opposed to just me randomly wanting to do it every three months. Like I'm, it's consistent now. A hundred percent. And as well, it's consistency and there is such a power and a, ma- a magnetic sort of feeling when it, there is a full moon that, that it just feels like it, it can all happen. And it feels like it just fills you up with so much. What's the word? Like, I don't know if I did it on another day, I'd be like, oh yeah, this is going to happen. Or I'd be feeling tired or I'd be feeling not really into it where with the full moon, it brings so much energy that you're so in it and you're like, this is what I'm going to do. And this is what I want. And the manifesting power is so much higher. Anyway, it's real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what though? To bring the science in for the people that are like, oh, what the fuck? These people are crazy. Um, (laughs) So if you actually think about the moon, right, the moon is the reason that we have like king tide or that the tide is pulled away. Like the gravitational pull of the moon is what like moves the water. And our Mm -hmm. bodies are, could get the statistic wrong, 90% water. Like our blood. 10% water. (laughs) (laughs) We're like 2% water. Um, (laughs) She got it way off. Uh, Yeah. Like uh, all our blood has water in it. That's what creates the rush. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's that, um, there's that saying, you know, Mm -hmm. oh, the full moon's out. That's why people are acting crazy. Whether or not that's true, it actually, you know, could be that the the gravitational pull of the moon is fucking with us. And Mm -hmm. at the same time, it can be a good thing. Like we can use that to our advantage. And if you think, even if you think about um, ancient Egypt, like everything that they did, like the alignment of their pyramids and everything had to do with mm-hmm. like the stars and the moon and the sun. And yeah, they I'm knew just... more than what we do, man. They, yeah. I'm so mad that they burnt the library of Alexandria down. It was like, <laughs> like I'm very passionate about this, but yeah, you're like, so listen. <laughs> listen up people. Um, like when the Romans mm. finally took over Egypt, mm. there was the Library of Alexandria and it had it had so much. It was like the spot for knowledge. Like it would have had yeah. all the information on how they built the pyramids and, aliens. you know, a, probably <laughs> aliens know, too. <laughs> and then they, they the Romans burnt it down as a big fuck you and now yeah. that knowledge is lost forever. So yeah. now we have to find it again. But anyway, we'll that's enough it. of me. <laughs> rambling um oh before before we get into the nitty-gritty i also wanted to um share with you i ended up doing a photo shoot um last week and i couldn't stop thinking of you the whole time i was like this is what indie girls do this is i love it you were like yeah i was like "Hmm." i don't have the the definitely nowhere near like the skill and calm that you would have <laughs> when you're doing photo shoots oh, once and, you get into it, it you'll get into the rhythm and then it's sweet mm, mm-hmm. but it was empowering i felt 100%. i felt so it's good cool. i love it mm-hmm. so now we're getting into the topic of today which yes. is terminations or Mm -hmm. abortions whatever you want to call it i love the the word terminations because um this it feels less heavy and people haven't you know anti what do they call them pro-lifers don't really Mm. say anti-termination they say anti-abortion and so it feels like there's a lot of heat heat there um but we'll we'll probably use the terms um, fluidly anyway and we briefly touched on this in the last podcast that we did together yeah i can't quite remember how it came up but honestly we were talking about who knows with us man we literally <laughs> go on so many tangents we're like and then we went up the tree oh yeah termination and then we fell in love like we just go all over the place but it would have fluidly come up in some conversation about maybe like trauma Mm. yeah um, sex or trauma or sex or trauma some... or something like that um mm-hmm. so 
yeah and then we started talking about it and then we we're like hold on a second we nearly almost have exactly the same story <laughs> so yeah let's talk to that with each other and yeah let's dive in so strongly um about it in the same way so mm-hmm. we'll tell you all about it yeah so would you like to dive into the story first or did you want to dive into i guess um a bit more of before you dive into the story, how you knew that this was the right choice for you? Um, I'm easy. So, um, I mean, I guess it goes hand in hand. I knew it was the right choice for me because of the situation that I was in. So I Mm. was dating my ex. Uh, This was years and years and years ago, but I was dating a guy at the time and we were it was quite a toxic relationship and we had actually broken up two weeks before um and then i went about my i went about my life was partying pretty hard at the time <laughs> because uh mm. yeah and i was just sort of doing my thing then on christmas day i was like hmm it's really interesting i'm late <laughs> So I went and bought a Porto because I'd had my family in Sydney. So I was by myself (laughs) and um, I went and bought a Porto and then did a pregnancy test and walked away and didn't really think anything of it because it just didn't occur to me that that would be, that that would happen to me. (laughs) Um, Came back, saw that I was pregnant on Christmas day. Merry Christmas to me. And then, yeah, so then I had to contact the person that I had uh, broken up with and tell him that I was pregnant. And the way that he went about that was horrible to say the least. Um, Mm. It was almost a, um, are you sure? Are you lying? Are you all this sort of stuff? And for me, that was like, I, for one, I'm going through all these emotions and then I'm being called a liar as well. And then it's just a, it's all the things that you have to deal deal with on the female side (laughs) that men don't necessarily have to deal with. Um, And then it was just a process of really going through it on my own because he said he would be there for me. And then all of a sudden he left the country and just left me um to deal with it all on my own yeah so sort of abandoned me in that sense um so then I went and went through the process all on my own with my best friend actually so um so 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 glad that I had a strong female beside me um to help me through Mm. that and it was an incredibly emotional uh, emotional experience i um one doing it on my own um i definitely had my friend there with me but when you have a partner that's with you in it they are they are the only real person that knows sort of what you're going through so to not have that was really hard um and i guess that's how i knew that it was that i needed to get a termination because the thought of having that person in my life for the rest of my life was a really unsettling feeling. Um, so, Mm. and as well, I was so young, I wasn't ready for a child. It would have been a child raising a child. Um, and Mm. you know, so much work that I've done with my therapist on healing my inner child. There's no, there's no way I was going to put that onto another child coming into this earth as well. I wasn't financially stable. I wasn't, um, yeah, I was just in no position to do that. So I knew that that was for me. And I'm so Mm -hmm. glad that we have the ability to do that in Australia because my life would not be the same if I was not Mm -hmm. able to go through that process for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, firstly, thank you for sharing because it's not just because just because it's not um fresh doesn't mean that it's not hard to bring up like oh, it can it's still so painful still i still talk to my therapist about it to this day it's still yeah. painful yeah it's yeah. it's very hard to comprehend too mm. because well um for many reasons 
I think one of the main reasons is that we don't, it's not widely talked about and yeah. it's so it, then it feels isolating on top of your own experience of actually being isolated. Yeah. That's something that um, came up when you were talking was like, yes, you had your, your friend there with you. That's mm-hmm. amazing. But at the end of the day, you still had to go home um, on your own. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I told nobody, like it was literally my best friend and that was it. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't tell my family at the time. It took me months to tell them. Um, and because I felt so much shame around it and mm-hmm. I hold my parents so highly and I thought, oh, they're not going to, you know, they think I've done so well in my life and they think that I have been so responsible and they think that I have um, done things the right way. And then all of a sudden I had fallen pregnant and I felt so much shame around that. And I know now there is absolutely no shame in that. <clears throat> There's no shame in my game. Mm-hmm. Like two people having yeah. sex. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's bound to happen and that's the way it is. Like and now I'm 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 under the view of like I have no shame around that whatsoever. But at the time I was like, oh, I'm just this human being that's fucked up so much and the person that I loved has now left me and it was just this compilation of so many different feelings um yeah so looking I've learned so much now but definitely looking back there was so much stigma around it and there still is to this day Mm -hmm. yeah it's and I guess also the the laws around it are quite. I mean, un, up until probably last year, when they mm. said, at least in Queensland, that it's something that's you know um, allowed, it, mm. the laws were very unclear. And yeah. so when I went through this process, I I was like, I just was in a state of like fuck because mm. I did not know that there was another option. Like mm-hmm. in my body, I was. It wasn't like a. There wasn't. Um, there was like a slight part of me that was like, yeah, I want a baby. But yeah. the other part of me was like, yeah, I want a baby, but not right now. Oh, a hundred. It, it was like, felt the same. <clears throat> yeah. And so it wasn't until, you know, I, I was able to tell someone who um, I didn't know, but had gone through that process when they were younger, yeah. they were yeah. like, yeah, this person, I've done it. And this person has done it as well. This is something that is available to you if you choose it, but there is yes. no pressure either way for you. hundred percent. And yeah, being knowing that I was like, it was like a sense of relief. Mm. Aside from like, if I could, you know, put the nausea to the side, yes. I was like, <laughs> like, am I so anxious like, or am I pregnant? I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, am I having a yeah. mental breakdown? Or I don't know. Um, and but it was all still very like hush hush. I think you know, mm. and this I've had, I've been through this two times, but the first time. Yeah. I was so lucky to just end up with a doctor that actually knew or was allowed to do, um, you know, provide the MS two step. Yeah. Which is like the oral, oral pill that you take. Which oh, just yeah, 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 yeah. Flushes you out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but even then the way that it was done and, and when I was looking into like the laws around it all, it was very loosey goosey. It yes. wasn't quite legal. It wasn't, quite illegal Mm. like I could still get a prescription for it from a doctor yeah and that's why I was like that's what also made me feel it felt like I was selling drugs like it felt like I was gonna get caught yeah 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 and that's the stigma around it as well it's all it's all quiet and you know oh yeah we can do this but you know you shouldn't really be because it's only just been passed that we're allowed to do it it's like what the fuck it's a it's a female body we should be able to do whatever the fuck we want with it like Mm -hmm. to a degree (laughs) you know yeah like yeah it's the emphasis that's put on you know pro-lifers do you know what we're going to answer this down the down the track a little bit but I just think whatever is your opinion is your fucking opinion but just leave it to yourself Mm. yeah yeah apply it to you and don't outlook your judgment up like yeah yeah Yeah. it's even in terms of you know the whole idea like if you if you um have a termination then Mm. you're going to hell it's like okay okay (laughs) 
Well, if you don't want, maybe I want to go to hell. No, I'm just kidding. A lot worse. I'm already going. Like, yeah. Put it in the fucking pro tally, whatever. Dude, I literally thought I was like, well, if this doesn't get me in, then all the other things will get me in, you know? Like, but it's also, you know, it it does come back to your beliefs as well. Like the the beliefs you grew up with, Mm -hmm. um, but also the beliefs that you choose. And so I was never very strong believing in hell I thought it was a cool feature in like kids movies like Hercules for example (laughs) yeah that guy's funny um yeah but to some degree I've also learned to believe that you know uh you you get to create you know you can create your own living hell right here right now yeah that's so why like Mm. there's I don't think there's any waiting um and I think it probably I did have to shift my beliefs a little or actually just firm up what my beliefs were in order to yeah. move through determinations yeah. um which I I also wanted to bring up you know as much as it, it, it feels so isolating at the time mm-hmm. um you do have to go through that process of understanding what it is you're feeling where are these like you know where are these beliefs coming from are they mine do I want to change them you have to go through all of that before um it's actually easy to talk about even then it's not necessarily easy to talk about but um you can't yeah if you just go around telling absolutely everybody Mm -hmm. you're going to you're going to worry about what they're thinking you're going to feel their judgment oh yeah so that's that's a huge but thing then, that I wanted to bring up. A hundred percent. But I feel the same way. And I used to be like, oh, like when I'd go to talk about it. But now I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> like, maybe, who knows? Maybe you've had, like, whoever I'm talking to, maybe they've been in a similar situation. And I have spoken to a few of my friends that have gone through the same thing. And they were like, at the time, it was so fucking isolating. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't have anyone to talk to. And you didn't have, like... Yeah, and now that we, now that all of us sort of like talk to each other about it, we all have exactly the same feelings and emotions and, you know, of the, oh, what if I have this termination and I can't have a child in the future and all that kind of thoughts go through your mind for sure. And it's like Mm. they are all normal thoughts. And if I had people to talk to and talk through at the time, it wouldn't have been so heavy, I feel. Mm-hmm. So yeah, someone to relate to. Well, let's talk about it. <laughs> Hit me up in my DMs. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I'm exactly the same, and it wasn't. I didn't talk about it with anyone other than my close knit circle until yeah. I was catching up with some other people, and um, one of the girls brought her experience up. Yeah, just in the flow of conversation, mm-hmm. and I like. The feeling inside was so gratifying. I was like, mm-hmm. not only am I like not alone. Yeah. I, I, I think that's what it was. I just, I don't feel so alone oh. anymore or ashamed because she brought it up so freely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I, her experience was um, a little later than mine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that meant that she couldn't have MS2 step and she had to go through um like a like it's a semi-surgical procedure it is Same. a surgical procedure Same. yeah yeah which I was too far along oh shit sorry yeah um yeah so I was too far along so I I had the, the surgical procedure as well yeah yeah which is it's very invasive mm-hmm. it's it's not as simple so, as as taking a, a pill yeah yeah I think you know what <laughs> I was like I honestly I, you go, so basically, you know, if we are to explain sort of what happens and um, you go in and the place where I want, went the doctor there is so incredible. He's actually done my IUD now. Like I go back to him for everything. He's such a, a lovely, incredible man. The nurses that are there are so gentle and so lovely. You know, I cried through the entire thing. One, because I had to get a needle mm. and two, because it was <laughs> a situation. But mm. they do this day in, day out they know how sensitive it is for people and it was it definitely was not a nice experience you did, there was I felt no pain so if anyone is 
are you know, wanting to go through uh, down that road. There is no pain whatsoever. Um, you literally go to sleep, you wake up and it's done. You get a little bicky and, <laughs> and a hot chockey at the end. <laughs> so, <laughs> sort of thing. But definitely, yeah, I think the whole experience of sort of going in and being on your own in that room can be really daunting. Um, but if anyone does want to go down that, road um the people that take you through that process they do it day in day out and they are really gentle and caring especially the place that I went to in Sydney um and Mm -hmm. yeah I think the aftermath for me was probably the worst part of it all because when you because when the lead up to it, I was like, okay, I need to get this done. I need to get this done. I need to get this done. Like I'm a scheduler. Like I need to just make sure that I know everything in my head and how it goes because that's how I soothe my anxiety. So I was like, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to do. So I was busy, right? And then when I went in and had the procedure done, mm-hmm. I was busy. I was doing that. I was doing that. And then after I was like, okay, it's done now. And it's done now. And it was so, so far from done now <laughs> because mm. that's really where that's where I spiraled after for sure mm-hmm. because yeah. there was no conversation about how I was meant to feel after uh, so I didn't mm. realize what was gonna what was to come I guess mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and there's yeah it's interesting even in thinking about you know the practice that you went to um there's there's no way that they could prepare you for that but even even then they don't they don't get to see that like whether or not they ask the you know your patients if you come back you know how did how are you feeling what's going on Mm. it it doesn't mean that people are going to be able to actually process what is going on for them as well that's right and so it if you're willing to are you able Mm. to i guess describe kind of the the process emotionally you went through like what were the emotions that came up yeah the thoughts because I'm sure many people can relate yeah so I had a funny experience I have I haven't really spoken about this to anyone other than my therapist but I want to sort of I'm still working through it now, but I want to definitely be able to talk about it a little bit. But I have dealt with eating disorders a lot of my life. But at the time Mm -hmm. before, I had really had a handle on it and I was sort of okay with that. But coming out the other side of it, I, it was some, I felt like I had no control over. It's really weird because I made the decision and I made the choice to get the termination, but I also felt like, I didn't have a choice in the situation because I needed to do it because I couldn't have that life ahead of me with that person and, and raise a child and stuff like that. So there was a part of me that felt out of control of my body and I had no, Mm. I had no right over my body anymore. If that makes sense. Mm. So then Mm -hmm. I, in the, in the when I came out of it I fell back into my eating disorder because it was a way of control and it was a way of putting my attention on something else and not allowing myself to think about that and I didn't even realize that that it was the correlation until I spoke to my therapist so yeah so I fell back into that and all of a sudden I was um I didn't like my body and I didn't want to look at it and I didn't it was really weird for me. So I think it was a more of a like control around my body and my body didn't feel like mine anymore. And it felt just a very foreign to me because of maybe the procedure that I went through. And it was almost like I was out outside of myself looking in. So that was really hard. And then I went and saw a therapist and we started talking about all this sort of stuff and so much further down the line, And she was like, hold on, let's sit with these thoughts because I feel like you've gone, okay, that happened for me and I'm just going to move on now where all these things have started coming up for you, which we now need to work through. Like she was like, there was a lot of trauma with that person leaving you just to start with throughout that process. Mm -hmm. So, and then I wasn't, 
I had no one that I could really talk to about the termination. So then I sort of, it just ate me up inside in that way. So there was a whole lot of things that triggered me that if I just went and spoke to someone from the get-go, would dead, wouldn't have spiraled in that way, I don't think, because I would have had a handle mm. on, I would have been able to talk out my emotions in that sense and gotten relief in that way and had control over that situation where I wouldn't have had to have gone down the path of my old ways of having control by restrictive eating and that mm. sort of stuff. So I'm yeah. so glad that I've been able to talk to my therapist and go through that in that sense and where and completely work on that side but if if mm-hmm. there wasn't op- if the conversation was more open around this sort of thing I don't think I necessarily would have gone so far down the other path so that's sort of what I went yeah. through if I'm completely honest with everyone <laughs> yeah. yeah I feel like that's also something that your specific you know path that you ha- had gone down mm-hmm is only going to help you with women that are in the same position yeah Yeah. because that that's not an angle that anybody talks about right Mm -hmm. the you know um especially concerning eating disorders and because it is it's a it it is a body like it's a body thing I, i don't know how to describe it i just feel like it's now that you say it it's so entwined and i so understand that 100 percent, um but that has never been the conversation at all even when terminations do come up online yeah. mm. um i think that was probably very specific for me because i have a history of ed but mm. i definitely know a lot of people who have the same history as me with um yeah. with ed so i think with with that it's all about control which can can cook into times where you feel out of control which where i in this Mm. sense i definitely felt out of control so i wouldn't be surprised if there are many people that have had the same story yeah Hmm. it's interesting i've never actually thought about it like that this is like this is like a therapy session for me (laughs) um (laughs) the the spinning i guess this you feel like you're so out of control that you just feel the need to control. I, I definitely think I personally, um, self-sabotage is the word that comes up. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I did both. So I went into control mode. I was like, Mm. I'm going to, in a good way as well. I was like, well, if I'm going to do this now, I'm going to have a termination, then I'm going to start looking after my body so that when I, if I do fall pregnant again, then um i'm in the right state sort of yeah. state yeah. um yeah. but then i also spiraled into control where um i shut off from wanting to have sex because yeah, i was like yeah, yeah, I, yeah. this can't happen again i don't want this to happen yeah. again and nothing nothing was going to make me feel safe in that environment yeah. at that moment so i was on the pill we were using condoms it was like that was same there was no solution other than, you know, that person getting the snip or like me having my ovaries removed, that would stop me, stop the fear of falling pregnant. Like (laughs) really, really, really scary. Yeah. And then on the flip side, I was, I was so trying to control that aspect of my life that I dived really deep into partying. Yeah, drinking and drugs because I, I just that control aspect. There's like a polarity there. I had to flip into like I had to let go of control, and the only way I could do that, yeah, was partying. And of course, with drugs and and um, alcohol, I mean, same same. (laughs) Like, and it also allows you to just have a minute of not thinking about all those things and not Mm -hmm. having your mind. So it's a bit of, it's a minute of freedom or, you know, depending on what you're taking. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it's a bit, a bit of freedom for you there. So mm. I think, yeah, I completely understand that as well. I definitely did that. Definitely, yeah. definitely did that. And and look, I don't, I don't mean to say that in a way that shames people that um, like do drugs and drink because like oh, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, opposed yeah. to it at all, but yeah. it's no. why, the reason why you're doing it um subconsciously mm. is something that's important to look at as well i think every percent yeah um so 
I guess the next question I wanted to dive into, because it kind of relates to what I was just saying earlier, was what was um, sex like for you after um, having the terminations? Same with you. So I was so terrified. Um, I went on the pill, even though the pill was really, really bad for me. Um, and I didn't want to have sex. I went on sex bands a lot because it was a way that I didn't have to be with someone. Um, I, yeah. And I love sex. Like I love, mm. love, love it. So it did change for me in that way, but I've definitely got a grasp on it now. So what I, oh, what I ended up doing was I got the IUD, which made me feel really safe. Um, obviously I use protection with people that aren't my partner. Um, and I'm back on the wagon, baby. <laughs> like I'm good now, but yeah. And that's, the, yeah, that's the copper IUD, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's the one with no hormones because I'm a crazy lady. If there's like extra hormones in my body, I just can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. I, um, the same thing. Yeah. And I feel as though, I, I feel as though I will, I, this is just a guess, but I want to say 99% of people who go through the same thing um, feel the same way. I would say so. And that yeah. was something that my doctor recommended to me was the copper IUD. Um, yeah. But I was terrified of having something. <laughs> I Even like when people would get the bar in high school and I would see I the know. bar in their arm, it made me like, well, I want to throw up. Same, same. <laughs> every, time, every time me and my friends talk about the copper copper coil, I'm like, don't talk about it. I can feel it. Don't. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to know, know what's inside me. Stop talking about it. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> do you know what, though? I feel as though because sometimes I think I do shut off, um, like, mentally and emotionally still in mm. sex because I don't have that extra layer of protection, even though in my mind I'm like, we're fine. We'll be fine. Um, yes. subconsciously, or even my body could be like, oh, I can't actually enjoy this right now because yeah. yeah, it's even, you know what it is? It's also a fear of enjoying it. Like mm -hmm. I, I was the same as you. I used to love sex and, and it gets yeah. to a point sometimes where I'm like, if it feels good, that means I'll get pregnant. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> like it means, you can, it's the higher it's going to go. <laughs> yeah. The more I enjoy it, the more my body's like, yes, we're going to have a baby, yeah. which like it could yep, be yep, the yep. case, but it also, you know, <laughs> there's <laughs> also, <laughs> but there have been cases of people that, you know, haven't enjoyed sex and have still gotten pregnant. So like yeah. my logic is a bit flawed there. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, oh, I love it. But yeah, that's um I just I can't help but feel this is such an important conversation for people to hear, even if they haven't had a termination or haven't even formed an opinion around whether yes. a termination could be right for them. It is completely up to you. You know, yeah. your it doesn't matter what your circumstances are. Like I was in a loving relationship and, you yep. know, whilst I was young and I didn't feel as though I was ready, there were so many things that I could have found reasons to, um, you know, keep going with the pregnancy. And mm -hmm. it just didn't feel right. I, I figure if you don't 100%. have that, if you don't have that full body yes, yes, you're always going to have anxiety when something like that happens. But if you don't have that full mm -hmm. body yes, this is, there's, you know, I'm going to have this baby. Yeah. Then, yeah. you know, educate yourself, fig figure mm -hmm. out, spend time with yourself even. Um, I went to, you know, I, I spoke to the person I was talk talking about earlier. I spoke mm -hmm. to my partner at the time and I went and sought out um, Reiki and, mm -hmm. you know, like all different modalities I was like, yeah looking on Google, I was trying to read books, podcasts, anything that could um, clear up my mind so that mm. I could actually figure out what decision it was that I wanted yeah. to make. Yeah. Yeah. 
because it, it's it's not the second actually my, my sec because I've had two the second termination was a bit easier for me yeah um yeah. mentally not mm. emotionally but yeah. mentally I because I knew it was there I knew what I yeah. was going to experience yeah. and I was at a point in my life where I was like, nah, this is definitely not, exactly. I'm definitely not having a kid now. And a little bit stronger in your beliefs and a little bit um, more educated, I guess, and being like, no, this is okay to do. And I'm mm-hmm. totally fine with doing this because it's my choice. It's my body. Mm-hmm. And I will not allow anyone else to make me feel less than or, or different for doing this. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And that's okay with me. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I, I also may have had that attitude um, too strongly when it came to other people, like the people in my life. So when they yeah. would tell me like, oh, yeah, we, we don't wear condom or, yeah, he comes inside me, I was like aggressive. I, was, I would get mad and I yeah. was like, what are you doing? I've told you yeah. my story. Like yeah. why, are you, why are you still doing this? Like it was, um, yes, I <laughs> – I'm apologizing energetically yeah. to yeah, those people yeah, now yeah, yeah, because yeah. although sometimes, you know, you do have to be passionate about what you're passionate about in order mm-hmm. for people to learn, um, learn yeah. from you. Some people just need to learn by doing. Yeah, exactly. So yes, I'm, I'm Agreed. a bit more, <laughs> not, as ag- <laughs> not as aggressive now. No. I'm a bit more calm around it all. Yeah. You know, you can make your own decisions, but yeah. um, you know the consequences yeah. and they're very real. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. I think we've kind of answered all the questions that I really had. Yep. Is there any anything else that you wanted to bring up or any questions that you had that came up? I don't think so. I mean, I could talk about this shit all day, but mm-hmm. I, think, I think, I think for me, uh, one thing that I did do was when I got the termination, I, okay, this is going to sound really silly, <laughs> but this put my mind at ease so much. I called, I called multiple different clinics mm-hmm. and asked for quotes because I wanted to hear what the receptionist sounded like. <laughs> I wanted to know if they were <laughs> so random. I wanted to know if they were kind, oh. and I wanted to know uh-huh. if they were how I. This all comes down to woo woo shit for me because I really go with my gut and my intuition. I called like mm-hmm. six different places, and one lady answered, and she's like, "Hello," and I was like, "Hi, I just wanted to get a quote. What is it? How far along are you?" And I was like, "No," I'm just like. <laughs> and then oh, yeah. went, the place where I ended up going, she was just this like gorgeous lady and like I've seen her like multiple times now because obviously I went there for the termination my IUD like I go there for with gynecology and all the kind of stuff all that kind of stuff um and she's just the best like she is a grandmother and she is like oh, darling gorgeous darling gorgeous how are you today and I was like really good thank you like she's so sweet <laughs> and just walking into when you are so vulnerable and walking into a space where you are going to be so incredibly vulnerable, you're literally laying there. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Just to have that safety around you was really nice. So call around. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to go, if you're going down that route. I know that sounds so silly, but it made the world of difference. Like it means such a difference. Um and how did yeah. how did you ask? Because when I the second time when I called around, it was like nobody wanted to nobody wanted to talk about it. Every time I I, I think I said um, I just wanted to look into getting a termination. Like, what doctors mm. do you have that can do that? And mm. I think I called three practices, and they were like, mm. "We we don't have anyone." And I was like, "So what? I called the uh, clinics that." that specialize in it oh like like private practices yeah yeah mm-hmm. so i um yeah i called private practices that specialized in it because i just uh maybe in new south wales it's different i don't know but i went definitely went to my doctor um and it's so funny when the the first time i went to my doctor i walked in and i was like oh yeah i'm just here i'm pregnant and he was like yeah 
Hey. And I was like, and he was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, okay, cool. So let's do this. And then he was so beautiful as well. My doctor was great. He was like, here's a different, couple of different clinics that you can call. Um, they all specialize in that sort of stuff. They'll let you know what to do. Then I took it on myself to find some other clinics as well called around and like that's how it that's how it's done in sydney um Mm -hmm. and yeah so the clinics some of them were like yep in and out in and out but then i found that there were like two or three that i called that were really gentle really kind and then there was just that one that really stood out for me and i was like yep that's where i'm going and honestly i've gone there for so long now the doctor's so cool lovely um so yeah yeah in sydney i think it's i think they can only do private clinics here maybe right i don't know yeah yeah. i think i'm i i ended up going to a a private practice yeah um but it's funny that you had that um situation with your doctor because i had a very similar situation (laughs) so i loved my doctor he was like oh i think oh beautiful asian man yeah um it just reminded me of my granddad Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah 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 This is so loving and then uh, I went to him and I was like I don't feel right like something's not right and he's like oh, let's do a bunch of blood tests so we did blood tests and then I'm on my way to study like university or whatever I was doing at the time yeah. and um I'm about to do like an exam it's like it was like a like a physical yeah. exam like a practical <laughs> and then he rings me and he goes hi Ashley I just wanted to uh, just let you know you're pregnant and I was like what and he was like he, I went dead silent. He was like, Ashley, <laughs> Ashley, what's going on? <laughs> and I, was, I just burst into tears and he's like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. And I was like, it's okay. I'm just going to go now. Bye. <laughs> it was, I felt for him because like, I could tell he felt so bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that, that's part of the society we are in is like, you know, even doctors don't think that that's, I mean, they probably are more aware of it now, but yeah. they just don't know that that's an option. Yes. Um, yeah. So <laughs> Literally. I was like, no. And he was like, oh, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> that's so funny. That's what, like when people tell me they're pregnant, I'm like, I'm hesitant to be excited because yeah. I don't know what they're, like where they're at. I'm like yeah. trying to read them. I'm like, you're like, should I be? Are we with this? <laughs> do I need to take action? Like, <laughs> do you need me right now? No, oh, that's so funny. Um, I guess the only other thing which you kind of already jumped to talk about was, you know, the the process. Mm. So was that quite? Was that between calling the practice mm. and going through the process of the termination? Was that relatively quick oh yeah or was, was that a bit Mm-mm. really yeah, yeah 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 they get you like in because I was I was further I was further along so they were like yep mm-hmm. let's do this thing <clears throat> they obviously take you into a room and the nurse talks to you and says is this are you sure like have you thought about it you want to do this blah 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 you say yep they say do you want to know what we do in the room or would you rather not know about it and I said don't tell me a thing <laughs> Just knock me <laughs> <laughs> Give me that good gas. Give me that gas, gas. Um, they take you into a room. The doctor t- like talks to you a little bit. Then you talk to the anaesthetist um, who tells you sort of what's going on. Then they lead you into a room and then you basically are out cold and you come back to and you're um, it's all done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um yeah, that was the process. It was really quick. Yeah. yeah. That's, as you were talking, I was realizing something that is fantastic about that kind of procedure is that it's really ensuring that you will not go through with the pregnancy. Because when um, when you take the, the oral pills, the MS2 mm-hmm. step, there is you know, it's, it's like, like protection. It, there's like a 99% chance or yeah. like a 90% chance that it's going yeah. to work. Um, yeah. But you still have to go back mm-hmm. and ensure that, you know, everything's been taken care of, Um, which mm-hmm. is, you know, it means you're riddled with anxiety for like a week. Uh, yes. But yeah. So th- it, there's, th- they're the two options that 
um, are presented to you. And I think if you're a certain amount of weeks long along you, you know, a short amount of time, um, you can have the, the oral. And then if you're a bit further along, which actually isn't that far along at all anyway, um, (laughs) it's, you have to go through, um, that process. Yeah. Yeah. which is wild but but with the i'm not sure about private practices you might be able to with the oral you might be able to do it in a private practice just for the listeners um but my experience was um get the get the prescription from the doctor go get it from a pharmacy go home yeah. um you know even you, you don't know how it's going to be i've heard of people have had experiences where they had no pain at all i yeah. was in excruciating pain yeah. um and sometimes I put that down to um, my size. I'm so short and so small mm. that any medication feels like it has like a double effect on me. So yes, 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 um, yes. I didn't want to, I usually half take tablets, but yeah. if I I wasn't going to risk yeah. the, the chance yeah. that it wasn't going to work. Yeah. So um, I did the full one and um, we ended up asking for codeine mm-hmm. um, from the doctor. Um, I had my, my heat pack. Situation. Yeah. 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 Really, really painful, supposedly. Yeah. Mm. And uh, that, like, they, they give you a helpline to call if you're in if you're in so much pain or you're like scared or confused. Yeah. Um, so if you really do have to like block yourself out a couple days, just mm-hmm. give yourself permission to even like taking a week off if you can yeah. or longer. Emotionally. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. If there's ever a time that you're going to, even if you're a workaholic, if there's ever a time that you're going to take time off, it's probably that's the best time yeah. to do it. But also, you know, being able to have someone around you or even being in contact with someone, getting on like online, finding someone who is a like, I don't want to say a, a coach, but um, or like there's like a, a forum for women who've been through the same thing yeah. or yeah. calling your doctor and even like the person that took you through it and being able yeah. to go like, can I come in? I'm feeling like yeah. a bit isolated right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not being afraid to reach out for those things and, mm. and look after yourself. Yeah, totally. Now, is there is there anything that you'd like other women to know if they're unsure if this is the right choice for them? I think take the time, listen to your body. Don't listen to anyone else. God, (laughs) don't listen to. Mm. If someone is, especially the person that you're with, if they are like pressuring you or putting any uh, doubt in your mind or anything like that, really just like sit with yourself and and this is your body it's your choice and at the end of the day if you do bring a child into this world how fucking amazing and incredible but you will be looking after that child so i think that Mm. at the end of the day this is really your choice um Mm -hmm. and i had a bit of an experience where it was um i was selfish for making the choice um and all that sort of stuff. And I really had to go into myself and be like, okay, well, I'm not being selfish. I'm looking after myself because at the end of the day, it's me who's going to be looking after that child, not the man. (laughs) It's funny that you, yeah. And it's funny that you say that because when you were first telling me your story, Mm. the word that came to mind was selfless. Yes. Like that's the word that came to mind when you were telling me that story, Mm. because it's so true that you know, yes, whilst it's also for us, Mm. if we bring a child into the world knowing that we're not ready or feeling like we're not ready, feeling we're incapable, then Mm -hmm. that child is not only going to feel that, but they're going to suffer all the rest of it. Like the, you know, not, not financially ready or like, Mm. um, you know, not having, um, a support from like the, the paternal side or Mm -hmm. like it's, it sounds like, you know, it's, it's so funny to me when people think that it's um, like a termination is a selfish thing, which like, I can see that, but to me, it was, it's one, one of the most selfless acts 
I, agree. I have ever done not only for like that potential child but mm-hmm. for the planet at large when you think yep. a grand scale the amount of children that are in foster care um mm-hmm. which is horrible horrible mm-hmm. situation to be in yeah. in you know the western world yeah up for adoption kids that just get left at doorsteps mm-hmm. kids that you know and there are there are i don't want to say worse parents like that's a terrible thing to say <laughs> but like you know, like people that are addicted to meth and they still keep having these kids and these kids, you know, have these addictions and, um, you know, those those kinds of kids are all brought up in this system that is failing them and I didn't want to potentially bring that. Yep. Make that worse, I suppose. Yep. Yeah. So, so I, I yeah. think. Yeah, I just, yeah, I totally agree with you. I just think at the end of the day, really look at what you want if you want a child absolutely bring that child into this onto this planet I'm, I'm sure you'll be the most incredible beautiful amazing mum because whether you're ready for it or not mm. I feel like women really do click into their maternal side and can and just be incredible mm. mothers um but if this is something that you want and you don't feel safe and you don't you don't want to bring a child into this world world then you do not have to do that and you do not have to feel guilt around it and you do not have to um, hurt because at the end of the day, you're doing it for you, you're doing it for the child and you're also doing it for the man <laughs> because, you know, yeah. a, like a lot of men don't, you know, if your partner doesn't want the child, then you have to go through everything and you have to do the procedure and stuff like that. So you're doing it for a lot of people and you should be commended for that, not mm-hmm. um, not looked at in Condemned. a different way. And then I guess for the people that are pro-life and look down at people on getting terminations, fuck you. No, I think. <laughs> um, I just think, you know what? Believe what you want to believe. Keep it to yourself. If you fall pregnant and you're pro-life, have the child on your way. Yeah. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Keep your opinion to yourself because I'm keeping mine to myself. I'm yep. not telling you that you uh, pregnant oh my god go get a termination because you're not ready for one yeah you do you you know what I mean so I think that people need to stop policing women's bodies because they're mm. ours and we have been we have been scrutinizing our own bodies for since the day we were born we don't need other people doing mm. it as well and mm-hmm. that's my thoughts on it <laughs> <laughs> and that's the tea. And that's, and yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's beautiful. And if you if you are pro life and you someone's come to you and said, you know, this is the choice that I think I'm thinking of making, mm. you you are so entitled to your own beliefs. At the same time, if they're your friend or a, a family member, you have to step into support mode. So, like, okay, Correct. I I. In your mentally, I don't support this, but I can see my friend or family member is going through a really hard time. Um, I'm going to be there in a, any way that I feel I can support them through this journey. Yeah. If you feel as though you want to support them through that journey, and then it's the same way around. Like pro pro choices, you know, if you've got someone you know that falls pregnant and you're like, this is the dumbest decision you're making, you're not going to. If that's how you feel. You're not going to say that, even though you're like, I I personally believe. Yeah, that it would be great to have a termination. Yeah, you're going to, or you should, step yeah, into support that's mode. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Spread the love. Spread the love. <laughs> All <baby> right. Love. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on today. This Go isn't on. an easy conversation, um, but it it's got real, mm. and it does. You're right. It needs to be had, and also kind of therapeutic for me. So yeah, same. Thank you so much. Thank you. Is there any? You're so welcome. Um, did you have anything that you wanted to like plug or mention before we leave off? Um, no. I mean, I have my own podcast. It's called Guess Who's Single Again, um, and it's a really good. (laughs) (laughs) There's two seasons. I just did the season finale yesterday. Comes out tomorrow. Mm. Um, I'll be doing season three in London. Um, you can find me at Indie Plus More on Instagram. Um, if you've heard anything on here that I've said and you want to come over and have a chat, I'm always checking my DMs. So come along. Beautiful. 
right she's very open to conversation as well so do not be afraid (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you so so much for listening today it would mean the world to me if you could follow this podcast on spotify itunes or anchor whichever platform you're listening on and that's the most important thing but also uh, leave a rating and a review if you can if you enjoyed the episodes let me know if you didn't let me know i would love to hear your feedback and i will see you next week for another episode bye (laughs) all right (laughs) <laughs> That's my new outro. <laughs> <laughs>